Rest your ears on episode 151 of I Learned Nothing, a philosophy podcast for idiots. Morons. Idiots. Just the dumbest people. Just just dullards. Dolts. Which is fine. If you're dumb, come to us. It's okay. If you're a curious idiot. <laughs> we'll shepherd you through the lands of darkness. Yeah, it's just the blind leading the blind over here. <laughs> uh, my name is Benjamin C. Cholock, head bitch in charge at Princeton University. And across from me, <laughs> drinking a tall glass of water. Yeah, that I spilled immediately. Yeah, is my uh, intrepid co-host and student and friend. Yes. Pat Dean, how are you? I'm, I'm good. You know, they say that eventually, like, when you get old, you, like, become friends with your teachers. And I feel like that's what's happened here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Now we're friends. We're mature <laughs> enough. Like, because back in school when you were teaching me... I was like, fuck this guy. And now that, that I'm older, I'm like, oh, he did it because he cared about me and thought I could accomplish things. Yeah. Which well, I didn't. But. By the way, you owe me a full set of tires after you slashed them. Well, <laughs> you know, whatever, man. Look. I, I hate my teachers so much. Talk shit, get them. hit. That's what I say. Hey, make me do my homework. I'll slash your tires. <laughs> slash your fucking tires, bro. Hey, bro, is your salary big enough to justify this? Like this headache that you have to deal with? No. Yeah. So just guess, let, leave me be. Yeah. I guess just you're taking the bus. I guess you're taking the bus now. Teach. Teach. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, teach. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I want you Uber to work. How yeah. many how many teachers have like gotten fired after snapping and just like telling their a lot. kid telling their they're one of their students, fuck you? A lot. <laughs> Probably a lot. Yeah. I mean, like, it has to happen. It has to. Yeah, I mean, it ha- I think it happens all the time. Yeah, <laughs> just some first year, some first year teachers, bright eyed, bushy tailed, yeah, bright eyed, bushy tailed, <laughs> fresh out of the academy, yeah, or whatever. In fucking yeah, it's like inner city L.A. Yep, <laughs> just getting yelled at. No just one's getting, listening to you. No one cares. Clowned. Yeah, just getting cl- that's how, that has to be the worst part because getting clowned by like a kid, you're you're like what? You're like, because I'm an adult, you're an adult, <laughs> and like, you're I like don't care. But also, it's like you can't really come back at them they're kids you can't really yeah. be like until you until you snap and you say fuck you yeah and you and then lose you, it and then you get fired and you go your mom's a drunk <laughs> hey kyle yeah and also get your dad to pick you up oh he's not oh, around wow. oh why yeah That's you just right. get like really really because you know all these things about these kids yeah because you have to meet their parents and their parents are just like messes so yeah. it's like you get to tell them like how big of a mess your fucking yeah. mom and dad are. But no, big. the teachers got paid enough. I think so. I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> oh, so they have to pay for some of their own supplies because our public school system sucks. Big deal. Yeah, who cares? You knew about that when you got into it. Maybe you yeah. didn't, actually. You know who doesn't care? Congress. Not at all. <laughs> not even a little bit. <laughs> Do not care. I call them fat cats. Yeah, those, those guys Washington in Congress. fat cats. That's what I call them. Yeah. Down in the swamp. Down in the swamp, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> it's all, it's swampy. Well, it used to be. Yeah. Swamp's been drained. That's right. And now we're yeah, safe. It's successfully drained. That's why you only needed one term. What else, what else did you need to do? <laughs> yeah. 
I wonder what else he wanted to do. I don't even want to know. I don't think he knows. <laughs> yeah, I honestly don't true. think he... I think from day to day, he's just... It's just he's, always he's, just... he's probably... He lives in the moment. Yeah. And Ben, you got to admire him for that. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know. Um, well, bitch. I think we're... I think, Ben, the thing about you and I is that we're big enough to admit that we've been wrong. And all our anti-Trump stuff, Ben... Yeah, it was wrong. Because we were wrong. The swamp is the swamp has been drained. Obviously, I mean, I've been to. D- I mean, look, there's dude, no, I've been there. There's, there's, there's no swamp. No corruption in D.C. anymore. Oh no, no, no. He meant literally. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing that everybody was like, "Why does he keep saying that?" And it's because he literally wanted to he drain thought, the swamp. Yeah, even the, swamp, the land. swamp has been drained since like 1800 because yeah, that's how we're able to build stuff on it. Well, like you know all those pesky monuments. <laughs> so it seems like it seems like it worked. I guess, yeah, I Prove guess. me wrong, Ben. Prove me wrong. You fucking can't. I'm too tired. <laughs> I'm too tired to even try. Oh God! Like it's if we were re- if you were like a real tr- Trumpist or yeah. a Trumper, or Trumper. whatever the fuck you Trumper. call it, a Trumper. I I would Trumper. be I would just be like I don't feel like it. I don't. You know what? Whatever. There was somebody. I'm so tired. There it's was been somebody. A long four I, years. I was talking to somebody and they were like, "Yeah, that chillier night. It was good, but like." All these Trumpers there. And I was like, God, you sound like a fucking idiot. <laughs> you sound like a kid. <laughs> Trumpers. Well, what do you, you call them? Trumpites? Trump supporters? I don't know. <laughs> Trumpers? Trumpers? Yeah, Trumpists. I mean, what the fuck is that? I don't know. That's it's, so lame. I hate in politics so... <laughs> because people in politics come up with these like nicknames for themselves or for other people where the Democrat, the Democrats call, call it the party. What's the thing? Ugh, yeah. Fuck you. What's the thing with. Um, the thing about Biden, where they, the uh, Trumpers are calling him, they're saying, like, let's go Brandon or something. What is that? Have you heard of that? Yes. It's some. It's like it's like some dig at Biden, but it's, it's like, like a, a way to be like, yeah, it's code. Yeah. It's like dog whistling or whatever, where they're like, where they're like, well, we're not saying anything. Yeah, we're I don't just know. Saying, I, let's go Brandon. Yeah, I don't know exactly what the reference is, but um, I don't know. It, that anyway. is is kind of funny though. Politics to be like, sucks. It's not the best. <laughs> it sucks. Well, the thing that I don't like it is, is that I don't like it. the thing I don't like about it is that like people think these people like there are people who think like like Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are like rock stars and that like, they fucking rule. So gay. And the same thing with like Trump. Obviously, <laughs> people think that too. And it's like these guys don't rule. They fucking kind they of both suck. suck. They're yeah. reptiles. <laughs> They're Maybe. both reptiles. Yeah. I mean. Um, Trump, if you Trump. honestly think that you should be the president, like I, I like I, that sucks. You you suck. Yeah, you're bad. <laughs> like if you're like you know who should run this? Me. Me. I should do it. I should do it. I can do it. I can do it. I, I can, mean, I, I kind of did it. I can run this country. <laughs> I can run this country. Yeah, I'm like 85 and I don't know where I am ever. Yeah. However, I can fucking balance a budget. Yeah. The hell. <laughs> it's like I don't know if you can. Fucking idiot. Did you hear the thing? Did you hear about how this bridge fell in Pittsburgh? No. Um, <laughs> this bridge, what? this bridge collapsed in Pittsburgh. No good. And uh, it was just when he was when Biden was like about to head into Pittsburgh to give a to give a speech about overhauling the infrastructure system <laughs> in the United States. <laughs> this bridge oh, collapsed, God, so it... they had to delay the speech. <laughs> oh my God, that rules. I mean, holy shit, yeah. we are in end times, man. It's not good because it's like. Because it's li- whatever we don't have to. Well, here's the thing: it's it's weird because that uh, uh, that s- segues easily into what our topic is. I'm today. still a Howard Dean guy. <laughs> I will go to my grave Woo! saying that Howard Dean would have saved this country. 
He probably would. It sucks that of all the politicians who have had to like drop out of of the of like running for president or yeah. the race, like for these scandalous, like torrid affairs and like scandals and yep. and like uh, you know underhanded dealings and all that shit. He he. He just got excited. He just got too excited. It's fine. He just he got too excited. Gave a, a, a an overly enthusiastic speech at a rally, and that derailed his campaign. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's so silly, unfair. It's silly, but like, why is why like he's why not, is why is that something? I mean, I, I mean, you sound like a lunatic a little, but like not. Well, it's definitely like spin from the other like Democratic candidates because he was he was like the one of the front runners, right? No, not only that, but also he was like he was like the Bernie of 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 then. Like, oh, was he, was he? He was like the most leftist of the of the Democratic. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, okay. Interesting. And of course, the Democratic Party doesn't want an actual leftist. No. Running, so they fucking booted him. Yeah, they would prefer to just like they're like yeah. Hi, we're. The biggest pussies who've ever lived, and we're in charge of things. Yeah, cool. We want to run the government. We're pussies. Hi. Hey, what's up? Hi. We're we're the Democratic Party. We're total pussies. We're total pussies, and, and we want to run the country. Hi. We're not Donald Trump. That's our entire yeah. message. <laughs> and then, like, it's so funny because I was reading this thing where it's like it said like, like I guess Joe Biden said something about Donald Trump, whatever. And then it's like this is the first time he's called the president by name. Like the first year in office, he never even mentioned Trump. And it's like, well, that's that was his this whole running yeah. fucking platform was that. Like, and also, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> who fucking cares? Fucking yeah. <laughs> we we're, we're dying. Yeah. <laughs> Can you help us out here? Um, There's a, the bridge fell. A bridge fell. Yeah, like, in Pittsburgh, which is like, it's not the biggest American city, but it's but a it's major a steel American. But it's fucking <laughs> right. You'd think that their bridges would be like pretty good because they're kind of, you know, they have practice. Right. Well, folks, today. You know, Ben, it's all these corporations. <laughs> uh... So, well, here's the thing. So there's an answer to this, maybe. <laughs> is there? Yeah. Revolution. Well, so Bob funny, Dylan. Funny you say that. If you would fucking stop interrupting me for like one second. Well, <laughs> it's my contribution. Dude. So uh, uh, today we're talking about um, a very interesting theory, which is uh, fairly new and wild and like kind of uh, schizophrenic in a way. We're talking about ex- female orgasms, accelerationism. <laughs> We're talking about accelerationism. Um, accelerationism. Oh man, uh, it's a range of uh, ideas in critical and social theory, right? That uh, basically talk about. Here's the, here's the gist. All right, pretty simple. Go. Accelerationism is a post-Marxist uh, uh, theory uh, that advocates the acceleration of late capitalism to exacerbate the self-contradictions. Of capitalism and ultimately lead us to the communist revolution um, by accelerating capitalism and exposing its self contradictions, and then ultimately, according to Marx, he says that you know capitalism will self destruct because of its internal contradictions. Well, okay, not so far, Marx. In your face. Well, not so far because fucking face. Uh, people who who advocate accelerationism say, well, we need to go. We need to go harder. We need to go faster. We need to like get to the point where society is so like fucked up that it'll finally lead to like that singularity where like the revolution finally comes. We need to get to that point. So they're saying basically 
more capitalism, more like technology. Fuck yeah. More um like more divisions between races and nations. Wait a minute. Like more chaos. Basically, hmm. like let's because like they're basically saying that late capitalism, the stage that we're in now, um, is it's chaotic, but it's not chaotic enough. It needs to be absolute bedlam. It needs to be mayhem. What the fuck? It needs to be mayhem in order to uh in order to get to that singularity point where the revolution finally comes. Doesn't seem like a very responsible it's philosophy. Not. It's a it's a it's a it's kind of a it's a very fringe philosophy. Wait, is th- but it's th- like th- it's is nuts. This... I was reading about this and it's nuts. There's a lot to it. Is this his like main thing? Who? Our, our boy Marx? Carl. Yeah. So no no, I mean like Somebody, we'll we'll get into Doesn't this. Doesn't sound like the Karl Marx I know. We'll get into this because there's a really cool Karl Marx quote from Karl Marx. Okay, um, that sort of leads people to believe that he was trying to say this kind of. Okay. Oh, so um, to get started, we need to go back a little further. Um, so there, first of all, there's two types of accelerationism. Um, there is left accelerationism. Okay, which is like we need to accelerate the, the uh, you know the. Uh, uh, Economic and social processes that are at work now to get to that point where where the scales tip and then you know the proletariat gets pissed off enough to actually like band together and start the revolution. Fuck yeah! There's also right accelerationism, which is kind of scarier, but it's basically like <laughs> trying to uh, uh, trying to increase all the chaos in the world, all the uh, antagonisms, all of the confrontations between like civilizations, cultures, races, uh, you know, uh, governments, all that stuff. Um, like that needs to increase to get to a point where it's finally we're finally in an environment where the where the white race can like oh, no. can like start setting up its its um it's like ethno state basically Jeez. yeah what it's really crazy it's fucked up there's wait two... how do those two <clears throat> well so it's it's the same idea of like we need to push uh like society to this destabilized point to get to our goals the hmm. left is revolution the right it's you know white the, ethno state white ethno state yeah <laughs> holy shit <laughs> it's a... like really scary yeah so there's two there's two sides and this kind of relates a little bit to like horseshoe theory you, you know what horseshoe theory is um yes <laughs> that's my favorite new bit of yours actually when i ask you what something is and you're just like uh yes yeah, i just clearly <laughs> don't, don't know what you're talking you about don't follow up yeah um, <laughs> okay so horseshoe theory <laughs> it's a it's a theory in politics uh, that kind of talks about um uh, it's it's sort of a, a, uh, in contrast to the norm. Normally, what you think of the political spectrum is basically just a straight line. You know, there's the fringe group on the on the left and a fringe group on the right. You know, the left is like radical communist, Maoist, you know, anarchist, whatever. And on the right, it's like you know, hardcore, like fascist, conservative, like almost racist, basically, like. You know, authorita- authoritarian right wing ideologies. Let me ask you this: uh-huh. What exactly is the appeal of fascism? To like, I understand why the, if the, you're the like uniforms. <laughs> I understand why if you're like in charge, you'd want to be a fascist or like whatever. Like, I guess that would. I mean, I don't. Well, I mean, like, but like the people, of, the people who, who vote for it, like, it's just kind of weird to be like, yeah, I love, I love fascism. Well, it feeds off of because it, it feeds off of like um, uh, uh, racial or ethnic identity, right? 
Yeah. Like, it, 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 I, I, I'm not, I don't want the, it's fucked up because you're kind of making me argue for fascism. Well, but, like, <laughs> I'm guessing the, I'm guessing the appeal of fascism, if I were a fascist, if, I, if, I would say it's, it's, it's because to gain some sense of, of pride and like some sense of honor and heritage yeah. and identity with with you know some kind of community. Okay, right. And that's why fascism. Well, that's praise, why these people get fascism preys on 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 people who who feel lost in yeah. a world that they don't know. Right. So it's like, well, here's something that we can all banner banner around. Yeah. To you know your well, race. That's, yeah. The same thing. Why ethnicity how, how, or whatever. Okay, well, that makes a lot of sense then, because that's the same reason how like you're able to get people into like ISIS and stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, and terrorist groups and shit. Is that I you mean, find... yeah, like fascism doesn't necessarily have to be like white. You know, yeah. like. You know, uh, we need I more diverse ISIS, fascism, dude. ISIS. I'm sick. I'm sick of seeing just these straight white fascists <laughs> on TV, and we straight need to have something that represents the actual demographics of the nation. So let's fucking. Oh, it's funny. Yeah. Straight white fascists. Straight white fascists. I'm sick of them. I mean, like they're gay fascists. You know, are they? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like they don't. They don't like rally around being gay as the fascist part, but oh. like. Like there are some there are some fascist movements that are okay with gay people. They're just like, oh yeah, if you're oh gay, really? If you're gay, that's fine. Just like you know, you have to acknowledge that the white race is the ultimate race, and you know, huh. white some white gay people are like, yeah, I like to fuck dudes, and I also I love black I'll, people. I'll, I'll, <laughs> uh, okay, fair enough, <laughs> whatever. You know, huh. that's so strange. I never thought about that. Yeah, gay fascism. I mean, most most fascist groups are are pretty anti-gay because there's yeah. also like this this. Well, uh, I don't agree with that. This, this, yeah, you're okay with the other planks of the fascist platform, but yeah. Um, but uh, where were we? Gay fascists. We got to talk about gay fascists somehow. You were talking about how the right side of this, whatever we're discussing, is about fascism and how I guess it rules. Yeah. So that's the thing. What's weird is that it. Accelerationism is a radical philosophy. It's radical. It's pretty radical. It's pretty radical. It rocks. It's fucking tubular, dude. Um, (laughs) uh, It's radical, (laughs) but it's radical in two in two ways. It's radical in in the left leftist sense, where it's like it's trying to. It's almost kind of apocalyptic too. I mean, it's very apocalyptic in its nature because it's trying to. It's it's arguing that there is some historical point in the future, or or you know, if this is true. I hope accelerationism is not true, but like if it's true, I feel like it's coming up like any minute now. <laughs> um, we do, and we'll talk about that. We were talking, we were just talking about Trump. A lot of people who, um, not, not necessarily self-identified as accelerationists, but they would definitely say, "Oh, Trump definitely like his his presidency." Definitely accelerated. I mean, Jesus Christ, yeah, <laughs> a, lo- a lot of this shit. Um, I mean, again, even, even if you voted for him, you have to kind of go like, oh, it seems like a lot of things yeah. are really bad. Yeah, not just really bad, but everything is like, like pushed to the limit. Yeah, like everything feels pushed to the limit right now. You know why bridges are breaking? Like you know, we're taking it to the limit. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that's Take the it motto. To the limit. That's the motto of accelerationism. Take it to the Take limit. Take it to the limit. Take that literally. Just, oh, wow. Seriously, that's true. Well, not literally. That's that's not literally the motto of accelerationism. It'd be so fucking funny if it was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why would? But that's the that's it in a nutshell. It's basically take it to the limit. Dang. Right, because the limit. Once you get past the limit. Then it's like it's it's game time. It's time to it's time to fucking. It's time to start the revolution and like you know bring out the bring out the guillotines and you know start redistributing wealth and bring on the the communist utopia. The problem with the with or <laughs> let's get to 
killing minorities and start our white ethno state. Sure. Um, uh, so yeah. That. <clears throat> what was I gonna say? Fucking the problem with the guillotine thing is that a lot of uh, uh, a lot of like um, like like the army has guns. So I feel like I'm not gonna literally use guillotines. Although well, that would I mean, be cool. It seems like it's pretty. Seems like it's a ceremonial way to like, if like after after the revolution, like yeah. you know when when you know the left when, won. when when we cut off the heads of every other podcaster in the world, <laughs> yeah, right. So that we're the only we the only podcast. Well, the I mean, like it would be cool. Like that's what the French Revolution. They didn't like, they didn't use guillotines as instruments of war in the yeah. middle of the revolution. They fought with like rifles and stuff. But oh, then it was only them. it was only after they won and they captured like all the nobility and like the clergy and and the you it know must the king. have been a fucking crazy time. It dude. must have been a party, kind of I mean, right, a fucking party. Yeah, uh, but like yeah, when they fucking if your side won that it was when they, when they won, they were like all you motherfuckers who like spit on me when I was begging for money, all that shit. Like it's time get put your head through this, through this hole. <laughs> Check this out. Check this out. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. And heads literally rolled. Yep. <laughs> That's where that saying comes from. Yeah. Heads will roll. And um, then what's, what was re- the weirdest part about it, though, to me at least, because uh-huh. I was reading about this, is that after they would cut off the heads of people, like the heads would like roll, and then the heads would just go, goo. Goo. <laughs> That's well, the last sound they made before they died. They'll be, they'll, they'll go, well, this is awkward, and they'll try to like, you know, twist <laughs> Uh, try to like uh, you know Pull adjust their adjust their yeah. collar and they'll be like oh yeah right because <laughs> they're sweating so much and it's like yeah. oh wait my my head's been separated <laughs> you know like back then people thought that like if your head was chopped off it was still conscious for like a minute or something yeah what the fuck is that about like why would you think that I have no idea what I a, don't know what a bunch of idiots um, we're so much smarter than them now and that's so strange to think about yeah like we're way smarter like we know way more stuff than Galileo do you think that fucker well, yeah. knows about you know. Math? Alpha or... Centauri. No way. <laughs> yeah. You think that fucker knows about... Uh... He knew some math. He must have known some... What do you mean? I know. You it was the worst knows... example I could have <laughs> thought of. You think he knows about math? That he used math yeah. to figure out what he figured yep. out. Absolute worst example. <laughs> could have said anything. <laughs> you think he knows anything about bluegrass? <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> See, that's easier. Way easier. Instead of math. <laughs> the thing that he kind of built yeah. his life around. Yeah, and also kind of a, a, a discipline that's been around since the Greeks, at least. Yeah. You know? Okay. Well, whatever. So, um, well, you know what? Then ghosts, then Galileo. I'm glad. Sit at home and count on your fucking fingers all day. Um, shit with your math. So one thing to uh, kind of uh, contextualize this is um, there's this theory. So we talked about this one guy before. Uh, this guy Gilles Deleuze. Wow. Uh, he's a, a French fuck. Um, nice. He he and his writing partner. <laughs> It's funny to say. He's just like a collaborator. He's this guy who he write he wrote books books with. It's his writing partner. His writing partner. Yeah. Uh this guy, uh Feli Gatari. Um they uh wrote this book called Anti Oedipus. Um and it's called like the schizophrenia of late capitalism. So it's, it's a crazy postmodern work. Um but there's this concept in it called de deterritorialization. Fuck, that's hard to say. Yeah, that is <laughs> Try rough. to say it. Uh, say it one more time. Deterritorialization. Deterritorialization? There you go. Okay. That's Fuck pretty yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Usually I, I kind of stumble because of my thick tongue. Yeah. Thick mick tongue. Yes, yeah, my <laughs> thick tongue and my thick skull. <laughs> well, so deterritorialization. Thick thighs. <laughs> thick thighs. Thick <laughs> thighs on Pat. He's fucking looking thick. 13th century thick boy. Oh. 13th century thick boy. Thick boy. <laughs> thick snack. Um, oh, man. Deterritorialization. De- is this idea of like so- social relations of different components or whatever uh, are are uh, 
basically start getting the the bonds between them start breaking down uh to where the that concept or or that social relation doesn't mean anything anymore so for example like just the idea of the psyche you know your your mind your or whatever your your who you are your psyche you know psyche i'm aware okay um psych psych uh <laughs> They say they use the psyche as an example that like for the longest time, the psyche has just been like, you know, the seed of like, you know, your your, your soul, your human mind, your personality or whatever. Um, and, uh, you know, includes your thoughts, your emotions, your memories, all that stuff um, and how you operate. Uh, and they say that uh, Freud deterritorialized that idea by introducing these new concepts like the ego and the id and the libido and all this stuff. Um and so they call that deterritorialization. It's basically dismantling a component that we uh, dismantling a, 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 a theory or a concept that we've sort of taken for granted for eons, you know, and reinterpreting it. And they are also argue that Marx sort of did that with social relations. You could say he invented the remix. He invented the remix, kind of. Yeah, that's yeah. a way to. That's kind of a way to put it. Um, so they're saying that, like, you know, deterritorialization is this process of um, dismantling the norm, dismantling the status quo, um, and uh, that's sort of what needs to be done with accelerationism. Okay, hmm. um, <clears throat> and so yeah, so like another uh, another example. Hold on, let me see if I can bring it up. Um, is yeah, like there's oh, man, this Karl Marx guy really. He was prolific. Yeah, he did a lot. He still <laughs> he wrote a lot stuff. of shit. Yeah, but deterritorialization is. I guess it's easy back then. You know, what else are you going to do? Like, look at a river? Yeah. I mean, that's all you had to do. What year was this? Um, Marx? Marx? Well, this Marx didn't say... Marx didn't come up with deterritorialization. But they, they're, they're, they're attributing deterritorialization to Marx. Like, that's what he did with, with reinterpreting capitalism, oh. basically. So, yeah. So, all you do is back then is you, you sit there and you just write... In your diary, I guess people just wrote diaries all the time back then. Yeah. Or you just go outside and you're like, oh, it's, you know, look at the stars. They kind of look like a bowl or something. And you're like, well, not yeah. really, but <laughs> right. that was their TV. That sucks. I mean, yeah, that or like, you know. There's no character development, first of all. <laughs> like, how am I? I, I don't There's care no about. Plot. Like, <laughs> I mean, if you don't care about the character, how can I? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck is this? You're just saying that to God about the stars? Yeah, about the stars. So I'm just a, 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 an actual lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Giving, like, storytelling advice to God. Well, they say, so one. What are the stakes? One thing that they say that these two guys, Deleuze and Guattari, they say that capitalism is the movement of social production that goes to the very extremes of its deterritorialization. So basically, and they take their cue from Marx. Marx basically said that capitalism uh, sort of reverses the relationship between, uh, you know, humans, their labor, and the things that they create, the, their commodities, right? As as a human, I make a tool with a tool. I make something else. I make some product, right? And uh, you know, and I use that product, or I trade it for something else, or whatever, you know. Uh, but capitalism kind of takes that to the full extreme. That ends up switching the roles, where now it's the product itself, the commodity, that's like the central thing, and human beings are just at its service. Like labor is at its service. Capital is at its service. You know, yeah. So does that kind of make sense? Mm -hmm. Like it sort of makes it, it makes the thing more important than the person. 
Well, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, not just on a, from a consumer side. Like, oh, I, I want that iPod. I'm obsessed with that iPod. <laughs> Those exist still. Does it sound like my dad? That iPhone or whatever. With that hippity hop music that or whatever. Music. Yeah. Like, you know, and pe- how people base their personalities on their clothes or on the things yeah. that they like. I mean, I said Galileo of... doesn't know math. So, we're, you know, we're just, we're literally <laughs> it's just, idiots. It's a, podcast for, it's a philosophy podcast for idiots. By idiots. By idiots. Um, and yes, yes, we cannot emphasize enough. It's 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 by idiots as well. Yes, CB. Yes, for, it's for idiots by idiots. Yeah, we're not calling you idiots like we think you're dumb. We think we're dumb. Yeah, we're all idiots. So if you're listening to us, you're kind of dumb. You're pretty dumb. Yeah, yeah. But so, we're dumb too. What's up, so, dummies? What's up? <laughs> Let's hang. What's up, you fucking morons? <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, come over. So, but they say capitalism is actually a, it's a who's uh, they? <laughs> Deleuze and Guattari. <laughs> I told you already. Oh, I know. Anti Oedipus. Oh, they say that like capitalism is a unique, uh, uh, like you know, system of symbols, a system of 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 uh, interactions, wherein it's it leads to its own deterritorialization. In other words, its own its own destruction. It leads to its own destruction. It has self contradictions, which is what. What Marx says, he says that the process, the process of capitalism ends up kind of consuming itself and gets away from itself to the point where at some point humanity is going to snap and be like, we can't keep doing this. Like, this is nuts. It's like living in the Matrix. You know, we have to like get out and figure something else out. Do you think that would actually happen? Man, I don't know. I hope so, though. I th- I um I kind of don't. I I think that eventually. Um, I think if our species continues and doesn't like destroy the planet or whatever, then maybe. But I mean, dude. I mean, th- people get people fight each other over soccer games. Right. I know. You and know what I mean? Will it's keep like fighting between themselves. Th- yeah. I mean, that that's fine. But he's talking about like how capitalism is is if anything it's not it's 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 not leading directly to confrontation between people it's enslaving people it's enslaving the entire species hmm. you know in in this in this weird like hyperspace where we don't think that we're being enslaved we think we're living our normal lives but this shit is not normal you know like getting up and going to work working for someone else spending 8 hours a third of your day doing something you don't give a shit about like yeah, it's kind of weird. Like it's not like you know, it's it's weird. Yeah, if you think about it, it's weird. Well, especially because for most of us, you kind of go like, well, what do you actually want to be doing with your time? And it's like, well, I'd rather be doing this thing. It's like, well, you get to do that. Well, the other like thing two, too two is two times a week. The other oh. thing too is you ask ask the other half of, of the of the human population, what do you really want to do? And they go, well, I don't know. And yeah. the reason for that is because they've been brainwashed into thinking that they have to go to work for eight hours a day. Hmm. You know, <coughs> and they kind of do. Well, yeah, you have to. We have to, but that's that's been forced on us. That's been forced on us by this by this system, by this like process that's out of control. And so the accelerationists are trying to say we need to just like your ass. Yeah, we need to out of control. Out of control. We need to, they say accelerationism. Then uh, ter- turn around for <laughs> us, please. Stand little. up. Turn around. Show me. <laughs> show us the whole show. Come on, man. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> then my keys will jingle if I do. It. Oh no. <laughs> But um, yeah, accelerationism basically says that this needs to get to the point of Ben Sholock's ass. Yes, out of control. Out of control. Because once it's out of control, once it's bedlam, then that's when that's when the spark lights the fuse, and and the revolution starts, or the white ethno state starts. We'll get to one that. or the other. Well, yeah, hopefully the former, but we'll get to the we'll get to the latter in a second. Okay. Um. <clears throat> 
<laughs> the term ethnostate is like such a like, it's so it's crazy. so scary sounding. Yeah, it is. So it is scary. very scary sounding. But um, let me. Uh, I Where do Italians read... fit into that? Do you think? Like Sicilians, I feel like they'd be like. Oh, you think uh, Italians don't know anything about fascism? Yeah, they love it. <laughs> they, <laughs> they love it. Loved it. Yeah. Well, they loved it. I don't know if they love it now. I bet they do. I'm be- I'm basing that on nothing, but I bet they do. But you think they're all secretly fascist? I mean, they are a little bit, maybe. Ben, I'll say this: every single person of Italian descent is a fascist. Is a crypto fascist. A crypto fascist, and they and they want fascism. Yeah, every single one. You know, what? I, fuck it. I'll agree with you. There. Is this? I mean, is, I mean, that may be a blanket statement, but Ben, maybe sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you need a blanket. Um, you know what I'm saying? Okay. There is this quote I want to read from Marx real quick. So ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. I'm Karl Marx. People say that um, Karl Marx, <laughs> Karl Marx, Karl Marx, Karl Marx. Um, people yeah. say that Marx uh, anticipated uh, accelerationism in this in this one quote from uh, where is I can't see where what what book he wrote this in, but he fucking wrote so many books. So who gives the a boys shit? of summer? The boys of summer. Yeah, by when Karl he wrote Marx. the boys of summer by Karl Marx in eighteen forty eight. Yeah. Um, he goes. This is a quote from Marx. But in general, the protective system of our day is conservative, while the free trade system is destructive. It breaks up old nationalities and pushes the antagonism of the proletariat and the bourgeoisie to the extreme point. In a word, the free trade system hastens the social revolution. It is in this revolutionary sense alone, gentlemen, that I vote in favor of free trade. So basically Marx is saying, I only, I only, he's, he's being kind of facetious here, I think. But he's saying, yeah, I'm totally in support of capitalism because capitalism has these ingrained, inherent contradictions that will lead to its own self-destruction. And so if we push it to its limit, it'll just destroy itself. And then that'll lead to the, to the social revolution. It's basically based on that quote. But, but so that's like the, that's the main idea between, behind um, uh, left accelerationism. Okay. Um, now, right acceleration accelerationism is way weirder it's, it's very Uh-oh. weird uh it's somewhat associated with the alt-right um there it's, it was started by this english philosopher named nick land nick who, land nick land yeah okay he um <coughs> hello oh my name, nicholas land. my name is nicholas land isn't it um he uh he was a uh let's see he was a professor um <laughs> uh he's he, really weird he was a professor of continental philosophy at the University of Warwick from <laughs> what from 1987 until his abrupt resignation in 1998. Abrupt, yeah, abrupt, because he left to start um, this thing called the Cybernetic Culture Research Unit. What? Which is which is like a which is like an independent like animatronic kind of a <laughs> theme park. Or? No, it's an in- interdisciplinary research group, oh. um, like a think tank kind of that advocates. Uh, like advocates like futurism, um, you know, uh, exclusive like reliance on technology, uh, pushing everything to the singularity, right? You know what the singularity is, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, basically like kind of getting into a, a, a period of like what some people call transhumanism, which is like it's just something that we'll discuss in another episode. But transhumanism, in a nutshell, is uh. It's the idea that, like, you know, our, 
human humans as like these finite creatures, we're not we don't have to be limited by our biology and by Fuck you know, yeah. our, our like finite, you know, space and time. We could like, you know, get bionic arms and like implant our consciousness into a, would you? an AI or something. What? Get would bionic you, arms. Would you become like a bionic Ben? Um, I, yeah, well, not entirely. Not, not like if, not, not like you got an accident and you lost like a limb and you have to get a thing. I'm saying like someone, you become like robotic. You become like a robot. You get robot powers and I you don't, get <laughs> robot powers. Robot powers and <laughs> you, um, have a, 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 a never ending quench for like motor oil. <laughs> no, and I so would... what you do, Ben, is you stalk <laughs> the highways and byways and you just, when a car's parked, you just, Steal their gasoline and you just drink it. <laughs> so I siphon gasoline. You basically. siphon gasoline. You so drink I'm a robot that goes around and siphons gasoline yep. from parked cars. Yep. You're like a you're a, a renegade robot and you. That sounds like a robot hobo. Well, it's a robot like a vampire. A robo. Of, a robo. Instead of blood, it's just gasoline. <laughs> or a robot vampire then. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, sorry. Did I say that incorrectly? Man, I didn't say that. I, no, say I don't know. That. But yeah, Wait, um, gasoline or motor oil? That's two different things. They're two different things. So basically, do here's I want one gasoline or do I want motor? So oil? gasoline is like. You can get by on gasoline, but motor oil is where it's at. It's the filet mignon. That is like, yeah, okay, yeah. It's, it's got to be it's what chef going fingers. back to the yeah, Italians. Yeah. It's got to be what Italian blood tastes like to vampires because it's just all <laughs> olive oil, well, no. and like salt, and like, garlic. Though, ooh, see, yeah, vampires probably don't like Italian blood. They probably don't like human food then. No, they don't. Garlic in it. No, they that don't. Came from. They can't. They can't eat. We're going to talk about vampires now. Robot, robot vampires. But no. In in um, I told you this already. I think it in um, uh, what we do in the shadows, like the TV show. They there's so many examples of like when uh, like a like a, a vampire is drunk and like wants to like eat like a slice of pizza. Oh yeah. But yeah. Vampires can't eat human food because they can only feed on blood. So so <laughs> for this one vampire, it takes like one bite of a slice of pizza. <laughs> And then starts vomiting oh, violently. Gross. <laughs> Imagine like a, a vampire throwing up. Well, it's just it's just a projectile stream of blood. Gross. <laughs> so undignified. I know. <laughs> throwing up blood. Because <laughs> you ate a piece of pizza. Yeah, because you had a slice of pizza. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So this guy, Nick Land, he um he so he's just kind of a weird guy. He he's like kind of a jack of all trades. Uh he's like also a poet and a musician and all you know, one of those guys. Um, but he he co-founded um, with this uh, ra- what's called a a radical cyber feminist <laughs> <laughs> named what? named Sadie Plant. I did not look into that side of it. That may, might be another episode. But there's this there's this cyber feminist named Sadie Plant. I do not know what that means. Cyber feminist? I, don't ask. I don't know what that means. I didn't look into it. <laughs> I would have gone into a into a, a a hole like a Wikipedia hole if I had looked into that. I don't know what a cyber feminist means. Don't just don't ask. Well, I'm, I'm Pat. I Pat is like, just well, well, I like, don't even know what that. It your would be. brow is so knitted right now. Oh, it's knitted, buddy. <laughs> You're like, I what would that even mean? I am a cyber feminist. <laughs> they them. <laughs> Times up. <laughs> <laughs> I am the cyber feminist. <laughs> I, I can't, even, can't do it. No, I guess it's too funny. That's too funny to think about. A robot cyber feminist. I mean, I don't even know. 
She's, she's not a robot. She's a human. But I don't know what cyber feminism is. I don't know either. I'll look into it. All right? How about that? I'll look into laser it. Laser guns, I'd imagine. As <laughs> yeah, it's just feminism with laser, with laser guns. Yeah, that's what it is, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, actually. Um, so anyway, so this guy, Nick Land, is batshit. He's bananas. Um, he, he started off kind of on the left side of things. This always happens. All these like yeah. nut, all these nut jobs on the right start on the, lo- yeah. on the left. Like fucking uh, Mussolini was a socialist. He started off as a socialist. And then he f- invented fascism. Was, I don't understand mm. why that happens so much, but anyway. Um I don't know why. I th- I think what it is 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 I don't know. If if you're really into polit like to that level of 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 politics, I think you just eventually just kind of go where you can well, what I think it's I think it's maybe like a you get a taste of power. Yeah. Like if you start off on the left and you like are you know, you know running meeting like meetings or something, you're a union organizer or something, and then, you know, at some point you start getting if you're if you're built that way. I think that some people have like that weird, like ambition, node in their brain. Yeah. And like maybe they start off on the left because you know that's where their cool buddies hang out, and then they like rise to the top of some position there and they're like you know what this is pretty nice i like this. yeah i like being in power i like being in charge yeah yeah and then that moves you to the to the right i think that's my theory <laughs> activate bra burning <laughs> dot exe <laughs> um i think that's like an urban legend by the way what burning bras in like the 60s i don't think it ever happened i think that was i think that's like a bit oh, no i thought that did happen well no i, th- I think it's an urban legend I think I'm, told I'm me. pretty sure I saw a, a black and white photo of like Betty Friedan or no, or, you didn't. Okay, <laughs> fine. So anyway, someone told me. Um, so accelerationism, right accelerationism, uh, was basically kind of started from this guy Nick Land. Okay, Nick Land, Nick Land, and his and, his, and the cyber f- and the cyber feminists. Well, the, the, the they broke obviously. The, the cyber feminist, I, I'm pretty sure the cyber feminist, the cyber feminist, Sa- Sadie Plant, I think her name. Sadie was. Plant. Uh, she they they like disbanded this. Uh, this well, yeah, thing. some water fell on her and she kind of short circuited. <laughs> uh, the what's it called? The uh, the CCRU, the Cybernetic Culture Research Unit. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, he co- he co-founded who they, that. Ben, who are these people? Well, it's an it was an inter- interdisciplinary research group described by philosopher Graham Harmon as a diverse group of thinkers who experimented in conceptual production by welding together a wide variety of sources: futurism, techno science, philosophy, mysticism, numerology, complexity theory, and science fiction, among others. So, it's it's basically. It was basically like a coalition of very, very smart, but very, very eccentric um, theorists and philosophers and thinkers. Um, and they were, for the most part, kind of on the left side of things. Okay. Um, but uh, but very much, you know, interested in, in uh, using technology to, um, you know, to reach the singularity, to get to a point where, like, you know, it's sort of a post-political theory, a post-political movement. Um where it's like you know the, the terms right and left don't really apply anymore, all that shit, um, and uh, eventually this guy Nick Land started getting some crazy ideas. He started getting 
into basically like <laughs> race theory and like oh no and that's like, kind of your thing <laughs> no no I'm a race scientist I study race oh okay yeah. I apologize I have no I have no I, I have no uh, no dog in the fight you okay. know no Fair skin enough. in the game but uh, he uh, uh, he started talking about how like you know uh, there are different like cultures and societies that like adopt technology in better ways those are the ones that will. Um, uh, that will succeed, and he starts getting into some like Herbert Spencer, um, like survival of the fittest kind of thing, um, and uh, starts getting into like a lot of libertarian ideas of how uh, he he even says that like democracy itself is an enemy to freedom um, because like you have to make compromises with other people and that limits freedom, you know. So it's like very libertarian uh, in a way, a little contradictory here, but it's. Libertarian in that sense, where it's like, you know, uh, they don't want like the state getting in the way of progress. Okay, you know, um, but also can be very fascist in a in a like a racial and ethnic sense because he he kind of started saying weird things like you know not, not he he wouldn't use the term the white race, but he would say like you know, Western societies and European societies uh, are much better adapted to you know using technology to better themselves and stuff like that. Um, which is completely unfair because <laughs> all of that wealth and technology is, uh, you know, concentrated in Europe because they stole all these like yeah. resources from the from the global south. But what about <clears throat> the robots? <laughs> the robot. What about these sexy fem? What robots? about the, the fem sexy fembots? <laughs> who probably that's probably why they have the the cyber feminists. I think is is to combat the, the sexy the stere- fembots. The, yeah. the stereotypical sexy fembots. <laughs> You are setting us back many years. <laughs> Abortion rights are human rights. Yeah, coming from a robot. Yeah. I love the cyber feminist bot. That's yeah. that's a, that's going to be a recurring bit, and no one's a good bit. Yeah. I'm sure everyone's sick of it, but it's not going away. Don't be a slave to your husband. Join the workforce. <laughs> So I did not take my husband's last name. It's not a very advanced robot because it makes so much noise, and you guys yeah, can't right. see us, but we're we're moving like robots yeah, when sci- we do it. Science fiction has depicted cyborgs and, cy- and robots way like, more advanced that are much more advanced, yeah. much more seamless. Mm. Not as many gears and like weird buzzing noises. <laughs> Yeah, she's like she's basically like a Gundam, you know. You must plug me in to recharge. <laughs> yeah, it I need electricity in? in my feminist body. Uh-uh. I am the cyber feminist. Um, so let's see. Now here's where it gets to me. Pretty, pretty scary. Pretty disconcerting. Uh oh. So this guy is credited. Nick Land is credited with with right accelerationism, which goes hand in hand with this other theory of his called. The Dark Enlightenment. Oh no! <laughs> Which is it's called the Dark Enlightenment because it's it, it's supposed to evoke the Enlightenment, but it's in direct contradiction to it. Whereas the Enlightenment, you know, uh, you know, uh, advocated, um, you know, a commitment to reason, uh, egalitarianism, uh, you know, individual rights and liberties, like that kind of thing, and, and like you know, uh, dismantling superstitions and. Uh, you know, uh, uh, casting doubt on the authority of religions, that sort of thing. That's the Enlightenment. 
the dark enlightenment is like against all that. What? <laughs> it's basically going saying like we should go back to like a monarchy or like feudalism. Why? Where where people uh, so that <clears throat> so that the powerful can rise to the, the cream of the crop, quote unquote, can rise to the top. Like Macho Man Randy Savage. Like Macho said. Man Randy Savage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Cream of the crop. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> right. I'm a monarch. Okay. Um. Yeah. And I am so, a sidekick. <laughs> cyber feminist. I am cyber feminist. I am, a, I am a mark for pro wrestling. You didn't see that coming because you are a sexist and made. A... <laughs> so, so, this, so, so it says, yeah. Oh, oh man. What a um, time we're having. The Dark Enlightenment is uh, sometimes like credited, or not credited, but like associated with the alt, with the alt right. Uh, it's also called a neo reactionary movement. Is this dude still around? Yeah, he's still around. And he's what is like, he doing? He's, he's busy. He's he's palling around with the Proud Boys. Basically. Oh, is, oh, is he? Yeah, he's, that's kind of. He's gone full native at this point. Oh, okay. Yeah, due um, to his abrupt resignation. Yeah, it's anti democratic, anti egalitarian. Um, let's see. Um. Yeah, he uh, ar- he argues against democracy in favor of authoritarian forms of government, um, because he 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 genuinely believes that um, that <laughs> that there are like you know the elites like you know powerful people who should be in power, and then there's like the rest of us, the herd that needs to be like put in their place. Yeah, that's not and, good. Like, yeah, I, I don't it's think like, that's it's like that. Good. And then um, I don't think he's I don't think he's ever we'd said be anything. fine. But everyone else. Yeah, but I don't think he said anything explicitly racist or like advocated for like one race over another. Oh, okay. Um, is I it mean, heavily implied? It's or? heavily implied. Um, yeah, no. it's heavily implied because he argues that basically it's just as bad. different societies of different like, you know, ethno-historical traditions will basically align with themselves. So it's like it'll be like white Europeans versus black Africans versus Asians versus like Latin America versus, you know, <clears throat> the Indian subcontinent. And basically says that these should all be separate and like uh, uh, and, you know, not necessarily like fight wars against each other, but like, you know, align themselves against each other. And Hmm. um, within those within each of those societies, the people in charge should be like based off of some twisted meritocracy where it's like, you know. They're they're in power. It's like feudalism, basically. So it's like when, it's like you know a, a land, like all, all the way power should be passed down should be hereditary. You know, like that kind of shit. I feel so. It's I really fe- fucked up. Yeah. So I I feel like even when it's like that, where it's like, well, they're not explicitly saying that like certain races or or, or whatever. But you can tell who he's rooting for. Well, that's the thing. I, I feel you like know if, who if he's a rooting bunch for because like, he's a white English dude. If a bunch of Hispanic people like ended up winning, he'd be like, "No, not you." Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but it's like, but under the rules of the game, you know, you have to do it. If they win, he has to concede. But he's not going. to. But he because, won't because he he believes that white people are the one. He, Hello. He won't say this, but he believes white people are superior. Keep it right. Keep it white. In it. But this is what Nick I'm talking Lamb. about. This is what I, I never really actually went into horseshoe theory. We'll end with this. this oh is yeah, like the last little bit, but. Um, horseshoe theory is the idea that, like I was saying, the you know conventionally the political spectrum is understood as like a straight line, or if you want to do that that two dimensional one where it's like right left. Have you seen those? It's like a box. It's like a, a square or a grid. What? Uh, so sorry, I'm getting in the weeds here. 
let's just let's just s- stick with this. Go. The political spectrum understood is like you have you know people on the left like Bernie and then people on the right like I wouldn't even say Trump is on the right. He's just he has no ideology. He has no ideology. He's just, he's just a just, maniac. Yeah, he's just a maniac. <clears throat> um, who's who's like a normal conservative? I don't know. No, I don't he's think he Reagan is. or something. Oh, oh sorry. So yeah. Yeah. Well, Reagan, I I wouldn't put him like super far right. I mean, he was right, he, but he I was don't, conservative. Uh, but like, so, well, I guess maybe he was. I don't know. I'd have to think. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's I'm Hitler. Wrong. Fine, just a Hitler. Hitler. You know, Adolf Hitler. The, yeah, the, the the guy who Adolf came Hitler. closest to making a white ethno state. Um, Out of like a thing that kind of already was a mostly white ethnic. Yeah, yeah, it already kind of was. So also like, oh, we know, great accomplishment. Yeah. What's even more fucked up is that there weren't it's a tip in there in basketball. <laughs> right. There weren't that many Jews in Germany before. Like there were there was a, a significant minority of Jews, but like there were way more Jews in Poland. So he he just went out of his way to invade Poland just so he could kill more Jews. Jesus. <laughs> so it's like you know it's it's kind it's of like, bizarre what is because your fucking problem. So like I'm I'm I, I I I'm into like history and stuff like that. So I know that's what he did. I know that's what his point was. But when you put it like that, like that explicitly and that simply, it really is kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, I know that he's kind of a nut, Adolf right. Hitler. But like, but like when you hear details, or right? When you, when you put when it's put into context, it's it makes you balk. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, when you just state plainly what it is, you really just go like, "Oh, that is that is fucking nuts." Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Um, right. Okay. So again, so we got the regular political spe- spectrum, straight line, just across horizontal. Okay. Horseshoe theory basically says that you take that that line and then you bend it so it looks like a horseshoe. Okay. So you have like the moderate at the bottom, right? And then as you go out in either direction, uh. Either left or right. Eventually, they'll come. They'll 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 like loop around, and they'll almost be close to each other, because when you get far enough to the left or far enough to the right, you start hearing people with like policy opinions that um, they come from different reasoning, obviously, but they kind of look similar. Like uh, I can't think of an example right now, but something like uh, feminists and robots. Well, like, well, here's an example. Like, so uh, both both sides kind of don't like far left and far right don't really like multiculturalism. Now, the left is not a fan of multiculturalism. It's not even that they're not a fan of it. They just kind of like uh, they they would call it more identity politics, and that is a, d- a distraction from the real issue, which is class consciousness and class struggle. Hmm. Right? Like the idea of pitting us against like. You know, straight people versus gay people, or uh, blacks versus white. You know, like you know, uh, uh, robot versus male, human. <laughs> robot versus human. Male, male feminism versus cyber uh, ma- males versus cyber cyber feminists. feminists. Yeah, like th- these sort of are important. They're important. Um, you know, debates and important uh, distinctions. Um, but we we got to get do the first thing first. Then we yeah. Can. They say like, well, no, not even that. They were they would argue that the root cause is. Is capitalism, you know, separating the proletariat from the bourgeoisie and and you know uh, 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 oppressing the proletariat, and like all of these, like you know, uh, the way that uh, uh, in uh, in early America how um, the policy not the policy but like they kind of made like poor whites uh, feel feel better about their station by making black people slaves and saying, look, at least you're not a black slave. Yeah, right. Dylan's song even though, about that. What's yeah, that? Even though even though this like white sharecropper is like living in poverty, you know, 
that's that those are that's like a capitalist system trying to separate the two so they're ignoring the idea that they're together part of the proletariat and being oppressed by rich people basically okay and then the right on the right they hate multiculturalism because they're just racist yeah they're just not fans <laughs> yeah they're just not we just fans. think it's kind of dumb yeah yeah so there's that that's huh. kind of an example of the horseshoe theory okay that's yeah. really that's really interesting yeah. uh interesting i i probably some well no probably not i was gonna say i guess that never would have occurred to me to even think about really because that's been mentioned before but that's i don't know it's not really a mainstream it's not it's not in the lamestream media right uh which is the only thing that i consume (laughs) lamestream media i like everything easy to digest yep (laughs) and i don't want to think about it yeah um thinking fuck you you, bitch i'm making you think about it yeah man that's the point of this podcast right (laughs) i know It's, it's you're you're making me think against my will and i fucking hate it I think all day long. I don't need to come and sit in this closet and fucking yeah, think well, some more. And then almost think at the at end you. of the day, I'm like, get in here, bitch. Yeah. You have to think way hard for one more hour. No, <laughs> but I don't want to. It's okay. We can joke about cyber feminism. Fuck. <laughs> I will destroy the glass ceiling. <laughs> you don't need to hold the door for me. I am more than capable of doing it myself. Myself. <laughs> Um, I will pay for half of this dinner. And this guy, uh, Nick Land, is like, I think, personal friends with Peter Thiel. Do you know who that is? I know the name. Peter this, Thiel is this weird... He's this libertarian piece of shit. He's kind who, of an who, asshole. Who helped invent PayPal, I think, or something like that. Or he's a, he's he was, a Silicon Valley venture capitalist. He, he owned Gawker, didn't he? Is that the Oh, same maybe guy? he did. Maybe. I don't remember. I don't know. Maybe. He did something. <laughs> oh, I think he helped bring them down or something. Yeah, he helped bring them down. That's yeah, what it was. With the help of Hulk Hogan. <laughs> a, gay, a gay man. Is he gay? I don't I know believe he's, he's gay a gay man. Well, okay. maybe, maybe he isn't. Well, I don't know. I think he is. Let me look it up. Okay. Fucking better be. Well, uh, we should wrap things up. So you look that up, and I'll do the sign-off. <laughs> um, but anyway, folks, first of all, uh, if you like what you hear, uh, we have a Patreon. Pat, the Patreon is where Pat teaches me something. Oh, spouse, Matt Danzizen, <laughs> married 2017, one child, gay as fuck, <laughs> D-man, swish, three-pointer, yeah. from half court. Ben, I didn't argue with you. If you, you think you... I don't know who's gay and who's not? I fucking know. <laughs> don't ask me why. So anyway, yeah, check out our... <laughs> it is troubling that you know the sexuality of people you know nothing else about. <laughs> hey, fuck you, fem... What was it? Cyber fembot, whatever. Se- fembot. 3000. Sexy fembot. <laughs> anyway, so if you want to hear Pat uh, yell at me about stuff, yeah, <laughs> uh, check out our Patreon. Uh, it's uh, five bucks a month to get more of this trash. We learned... So f- <laughs> lately, we've been on sort of a esoteric religious kick. Yeah, we've been we've been uh, investigating the uh, the not-so-well-known religious traditions of the Abrahamic faiths. Yep. I think a we lot should of... get into, into the Eastern faiths eventually, too. Yes, we're starting to do that a little bit. Um, yeah. It, yeah, it's 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 very interesting, some of this stuff. The stuff that... It's just bizarre. There's We talked about bib, like biblically accurate angels. We've talked about... Uh, the history Gnost- of Satan. History of Satan, Gnosticism. There's a lot of bizarre stuff. It turns out, Ben, there is a whole world out there. Yeah. <laughs> and Ben, can I tell you something? I'm loving every minute. <laughs> well, <laughs> there you go. Give us your money, dude. Yeah, we give us it. your money. Please. We promise to spend it on stuff that's kind of cool. Yeah. We would. We, I promise you... We will not spend a cent 
of our Patreon money on rent, on groceries, <laughs> on uh, car we're, maintenance. We're spend it on frivolous things. Completely frivolous. <laughs> we're going to go to an arcade. and Every month, Ben and I take our Patreon money, which is substantial, <laughs> and we, we go to uh, Pinball's Arcade. Which is a BYOB arcade yeah. in Austin. And we're, th- we, we're 36 and 37 years old, respectively. Yes. And we go there and, uh, <laughs> yeah, and we, we spend all of our Patreon money there. And mm-hmm. uh, I got to tell you that we, we will leave with like like gigantic stuffed animals that we win because we, <laughs> we, we play spend hours there. <laughs> yeah, Ben and I just play skee ball for like seven hours straight. Yeah, even though there's so many other cool games there. Yeah, and oh. also we could just buy a fucking stuffed Have animal. Have you been to the pinballs that's super far north? Uh, what do you mean? It's like it's like up around like Lake Lakeland or Lakeland. Oh no, or I didn't know there was one up there. Yeah, it's actually it's way better too. Really, it's awesome. Yeah, and Why? it's not BYOB, but oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's fine. Anyway, folks, be funny if I refuse to go. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of far, but it's worth it. Okay, well maybe we'll go. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe, okay. Fine. Fine. We'll fucking go right after we're done recording. We'll, we'll use our Patreon. Right? Patreon. You happy? Um, no, but seriously, folks, it's a fun show. You should check it out. It's all right. Um, <laughs> fuck, Pat. <laughs> so undermining me. <laughs> oh, um, this has been episode 151 yes. of I Learn Nothing, a philosophy podcast for idiots. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, keep on thinking hard. The truth sucks. Evolution rocks. Evolution rocks. That's one that came up on the Patreon. <laughs> that, that, it's just hum- a humiliating thing to hurt. say. That one hurt, it Pat. really is bad. I didn't say it. Ben said it, and it still fucking humiliates me. The sea is a bastard, and most importantly, if you're not Catholic, you're going to hell. And here's Rollover Beethoven. Yeah, nice. Chuck Berry. <laughs> Jumping little record, I want my jockey to play. Roll over Beethoven, I gotta hear it again today. You know my temperature rising, the jukebox blowing a fuse. My heart beating rhythm and my soul keep a singing the blues. I roll over Beethoven, tell Chikowski the news. I got the rockin' pneumonia, I need a shot of rhythm and blues. After rolling off the rider sitting down at a rhythm review I roll over Beethoven, they're rocking in two by two Well if you feel it and like it, go get your lover then reel and rock it Roll it over then move on up, just a trifle further then reel and rock with One another, roll over Beethoven, dig these rhythm and blues She wiggle like a glowworm, dance like a spinning top. She got a crazy partner, you ought to see him reel and rock. Long as she got a dime, the music won't never stop. I roll over Beethoven.